You're listening to a classic business podcast as heard on Classic 1027. 1027. Well, it's certainly been a, an exciting year for natural gas producer Renogen and uh, at the results today the company said it's uh, in a much stronger place, much stronger footing towards becoming a significant helium and liquefied natural gas LNG producer despite all of the headwinds that have been presented by the COVID-19 pandemic and it was a, a bit of a slow start to the financial year. It saw headline earnings for the year down by 23% but uh, Renogen didn't complete the design of the Virginia gas plant down the free state uh, well ahead of schedule as well which is some going when you're managing remote teams are doing all of that kind of thing ceo stefano marani you are moving the virginia project up the development curve from speculative to operational and the market certainly seems to think that uh, the spectacular share price run you've had is justified just remind us what the business case for helium is at its core Good evening. So, uh, look, Michael, at, uh, at a glance, this call wouldn't be taking place without helium. Um, obviously, medical is, is quite a big input, so MRIs, um, uh, the entire oncology sector. But a lot of it goes in towards the manufacture of fiber optic cables, cell phones, televisions, um, basically anything with a, with a semiconductor or a, or a microprocessing chip inside it need helium and then it's rocket launches so Elon Musk couldn't do anything that he was doing without helium. So there are, there are a huge number of uses for helium and there is there is literally no substitute in this commodity which is also not recyclable. Once you use it, it's gone and the world is running out. And uh, you've seen, you've ticked off quite a few milestones on the way. You've, uh, there's a sale offtake agreement on the yet-to-be-commissioned Virginia Phase 2. That was signed with a, a global German-based automotive airbag manufacturer mid-April. And I think that gives a lot of credibility to the project. How much total eventual production does that cover? Are you at liberty to disclose that? So the, we've got two phases to the project. The first phase is in the throes of, uh, of completion. And first phase comes online the fourth quarter of this year, which will be producing about 350 kilograms of helium per day and about 2,500 gigajoules of LNG. So just for, for users' benefit, 350 kilograms of helium doesn't sound like a lot, but it's about one and a half times South Africa's total consumption. So in, in the helium world, it's, it's actually it's quite reasonable. Um, also, helium is, is a very valuable gas. Um, the, the second phase is what that contract related to, and that announcement was a pre-sale of our second phase project, which we're in the throes of final design. And we're hoping to be able to announce the results of the of the feasibility mm. of phase two a little later this year. And that uh, that offtake agreement with the German automotive uh, company that's due to start in 2024, I believe. So it does look like there's a three-year window to project uh, viability. Does this mean that at some stage in the next 12 to 18 months you might need to come to market to raise further funds to develop phase two? I think it's too it's too early to decide that. Um, I think what we need to do is that we need to figure out what the scale of phase two is. We're obviously drilling now, and the drilling will lead to a better understanding of exactly what reserves we have. And then we'll explore all of our options in terms of how to finance um, how to finance the second phase. 
I don't think it's necessarily a favorite complete that will come to the market for equity. We might, we might not. But there are there are some pretty innovative funding mechanisms out there, and we've never been one to shy away from mm. innovation. Oh, certainly not. The Cryovac, that cold storage and transportation system for COVID vaccines, is just one perfect example. It uses liquid uh, helium because some vaccines need to stay at minus 70 degrees Celsius. And only really liquid helium has the integrity and the weight saving to deliver that. How is that progressing? That's progressing very nicely. We, uh, we partnered up with BPD Laser here in South Africa, uh, who are the owners of Dawn Wing. And, uh, and they, they've bought the first 110 units, and we're in the throes of getting those out into the market for, for distribution now in phase two, as well as the next rollouts. And then we've got some, uh, we've got some interest from international parties that we're talking to. So, um, so Cryovac, we, we can see its, its longevity. Let's put it this way. I, I think the one thing that, that people need to realize is that none of these vaccines will stay in your system for more than a year. So much like the flu jab, we were predicting that you would be going for your annual flu jab and your annual COVID jab. It's not going away anytime soon. And that just means that, you know, the cryovac is going to be around for a long time. Yeah, but- Aside from the fact that even the flu jab has to stay at minus 20. So yeah. cryovac is pretty applicable. Absolutely. And uh, Renogen share price certainly not going away either. Up 105% from its 52-week low. End of the day uh, at just under 23 rand. That was Renogen CEO Stefano Marani.